Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast. It is me, the High Priestess Jay. And today I was at work and I was in a training and I fell asleep in the training and I was jolted awake with a great idea, (laughs) an idea that I wanted to share with you guys. And uh, basically from the title of the episode, you already know that this episode is going to be about what I did to spiritually manifest my condominium. Now, um, if you have been listening to my podcasts since I created um, a huge amount of them in the summer, then you would know that I recently became a homeowner. I bought my first condo and it was, it is to this day, the largest purchase that I've ever made and also the proudest purchase that I've ever made because I have been struggling with homelessness since before I was even born. Um, And when I realized this a couple years ago, I started um, making a plan of action on how to end homelessness in my bloodline, starting with me. So I am breaking this up into uh, four parts and all of these parts could be in one category, which is ritual, but, um, I'm breaking it up so that it's easier to digest and easier for me to explain the things that I did, um, in a way that I feel like just makes the most sense, um, and is most neat. <laughs> so, uh, Keep listening and you will find out exactly what I did to manifest my condo. And hopefully you can apply these to your life in the advent that you are trying to manifest your own home, either buying, renting, um, looking for an apartment, or just a place to stay. So the first category that I... um, have created for this podcast has been spirit work. I did work with spirits to get my condo. Okay. First and foremost, I worked with my higher self. I always work with my higher self. That is the most important, um, energy and entity that I work with. And I probably would never put anything above it or in front of it. Um, even if I were to get initiated into something, um, that's my hitter. So I worked deeply with my higher self, doing divinations, uh, dowsing, pulling cards on people, places, situations, all that stuff. I did so many tarot readings and oracle readings when I would go to one um, condo and look at it. And then I would go to another, I would go to multiple condos a day Um, multiple times a week for about two, three months I did that. And um, after I would do that, I would go and, you know, make a chart in a notebook about where the condo was. I would either write the address or, you know, describe it or just number it condo one, two, three, four. And I would pull cards on those things and I would call down my higher self to help give me the information that I needed to know, um, which is very helpful. And I did dodge a bullet using that divination and working with my higher self. 
I also worked heavily with the ancestors. They hold it down for your girl. They probably could hold it down for you too. I highly suggest you do that. Uh, I did my usual ancestral veneration, which I'm not going to go into the details in this podcast, but I just made sure that my spiritual practices were up to par and consistent with them and made sure that they were fed and had offerings and that they were acknowledged and, you know, uh, praised for all the things that they've done for me so far and all the things that they may do for me in the future. Okay. And lastly, I worked with St. Joseph. Now, if you are not new to hoodoo, then you probably know about St. Joseph and you've heard about St. Joseph. And if you are new, I'm going to break it down for you. St. Joseph is a um, Christian Catholic um, saint who can help you find a place to live. He can also, actually, he's mostly known to help people sell their homes. And so I thought to myself, if he can help people sell homes, I bet you he can help people find and buy homes. So uh, when I first started on my journey, I had come across some information about St. Joseph. I didn't do any extra uh, research or (laughs) information when I was doing these acts. Um, I just took my notes from what I had first found out about St. Joseph and applied it to my situation. So for example, um, I had discovered that when you bury St. Joseph in your front yard upside down, he really doesn't like that. And so he works as hard as he can. He works as hard as he can to, why does that sound weird to me? Sometimes I say things, I'm sorry, sidebar, sometimes I say things and it sounds so weird to me. He works as hard as he can. (laughs) Anyway, um, he works as hard as possible to get out of that situation and to get himself out of that situation. He'll be also getting you out of that situation. So he wants to be turned upright. So what I did um, was I printed out a photo of St. Joseph and I created a mini altar for him and I took his photo and turned it upside down and I put that on the altar and I had um, scriptures, biblical scriptures. Um, I can't remember which ones I used, but um, probably from Psalms because I freaking love Psalms. And if you're interested in Psalms, I have a whole blog master post on the Psalms that you can get for $7. And um, I wrote some, some scripture on the back of the photo and I turned it upside down and I just had that on his little altar. And I would go there daily, sometimes multiple times a day and just air out what I was thinking, what I was feeling. I would use that space to do my divination readings. I would use that space to journal. Just basically all the stuff that I was working on um, to get this done, I, if I was at home, 
if I was at my current house, house that I was at at that point, I would go into that area and be working around him. And eventually I did get my condo. And so I turned him upright and packed him up nicely. And he is currently chilling in my new spot. So that is what I did in regards to spirit work. I worked with my higher self. I worked with my ancestors. I used my higher self and my ancestors for my divination readings on my house. And then I also worked with St. Joseph. The next category that I've created is writing and art. Okay. And for these things, I heavily implemented my sacral chakra and my ability to create in order for me to create my life. <laughs> so what I did was that I created a manifestation journal. Okay. So one of my favorite spiritualists is Ashira Star Goddess. And I remember she was talking about creating a manifestation journal so that she could uh, take her kids on family vacations and all that stuff. And I figured, you know, I could probably apply that to my life. And I could probably apply this um, a plethora of times. So no better time than the now to make this journal. So I um, have a habit of buying journals when I go to TJ Maxx and Marshalls. If I just see one that I like, or if I'm at Target, they have really good ones too. I'll buy it and not even really need it or have a purpose for it because I'm sure that the purpose will come at a later date and it'll just be perfect. So I had bought this journal four or five years ago and um, I just thought it was perfect. It said on the front of the journal, I'm in love with places I've never been to and people I've never even met. And I'm like, bro, that is such a manifestation, like, related phrase to say. So it's perfect. Long story short, I ended up using that journal to become my uh, manifestation journal. And in that journal, I did a number of things. I did scripting, which is basically where you write a, a passage in your journal as if it's already happened. So I would write about my condo, how I feel about living there, what it's like inside, what it looks like, how it makes me feel. I would write gratitude. And what that is, is basically just, I personally would write um, three pages of thank yous and gratitudes. Um, and it's really simple. There's nothing more than that. If you want to add some woo-woo and juju and hoo-hoo to that, you can use numerology to amplify it. So you can write a phrase a certain amount of times, like 33. Um, you can do all sorts of stuff, but I kept it very, very simple. The next thing that I did was that I created collages. Okay. Basically, <laughs> I was making vision boards in my journal. This was really fun for me to do, actually. So um, I didn't want to spend money on, on magazines. So I would just do that thing I do where I use my brain to just make stuff appear. Um, and I just started coming into magazines. And I came into... Um, I actually was at work and I found this bathroom... 
and there were literally like five stacks of magazines um that people just go to in the bathroom and it had like a lounge area so I went through those magazines and I pulled pages from those magazines that had words phrases images that I felt related to me or things that I wanted in the future and I would cut them out and then I would thoughtfully create a collage um, collage style vision board so instead of it being very um, sectional and organized. I basically would take the sections that I would create on a grand vision board and just use two pages of my journal to make a vision board for that one specific thing. Um, so I did make, I don't think I actually made a vision board on my condo, but I did make a vision board on improving my lifestyle and being able to see things clearly, uh, more clearly than I already was seeing them. Um, and I really think that those helped. And in addition to that, I think her name is Jujubay on Twitter. I follow her. I actually met her at the second annual Black Witch Con, and um, she's really cool. I'm trying to see her name on Twitter. Um, hold on. Yeah, her name on Twitter is It's Juju Bay, and she has a podcast. Um, ooh, that was iHeartRadio nominated called A Little Juju Podcast. And I know for sure that you can find that on SoundCloud, and you can find it on. Um, iTunes podcasts, but I, um, this week she was talking about how Pinterest is a literal vision board. And I was like, it's totally a vision board because I did use Pinterest to create <laughs> each and every room in my condo. So I create, um, I already had a Pinterest. I created a new board, a private board, um, and we'll go into privacy later. But I created a Pinterest board and I went through all the rooms that I wanted to have in my condo. So I wanted a bedroom, I wanted a bathroom, I wanted a kitchen, I wanted a living area, and I wanted a den. Um, oh, and I wanted a outside area or a porch or a backyard. So I created those six different boards within that board and then I just got to work. I was going on Target, I was going on uh, Walmart, I was going on Jocelyn Main, I was going on... Um, Ikea, all the furniture stores, all the home goods stores. I was going on Home Depot, all those places. And I was picking out different things that I wanted to have in my condo and adding them to those um, sub boards. And then on top of that, I was getting inspiration from websites like Apartment Therapy. I subscribed to their email list. And whenever I got an email, I would go through the email and see the different posts that they had sent me for the day. And I would open ones that interested me. And most of the time I would see a, a living room setup or a bedroom setup or a piece of furniture or a decorative object. And I would end up pinning those to the subboards. And I have a very, uh, I don't know what a better word to say, but thick. I have a very thick <laughs> Pinterest board when it comes to my condo. And it's helped me create the vision, the energy that I want to have in my condo, which I feel like brought me 
much, much, much closer to it. Um, so yeah, I used a lot of writing to recap. I used a lot of writing, um, how I was going to feel when I got it. I used a lot of past tense writing, which is scripting. So basically saying how it went down, you know, what I went through to have it happen, how it made me feel and giving thanks, lots of gratitude. Gratitude is the best attitude to have when you're trying to manifest something and get stuff done and creating art. Oh, I almost forgot this thing. In addition to the collages, I also drew a lot. So if I went to a place and I really, really liked it, I would, from my memory or from the real estate um, info page that I would get when I would go to the properties, draw out the layout and then draw how I would put my furniture inside and how I would design it. So I would make miniature floor plans of the places. And then to bump that up, when I found the place that I'm currently living in and I was so sure that I was going to close on it and it would be mine and nobody else, you know, was trying to get in, in between me and that place. Then I added uh, the feng shui chart to the condo. I just plopped the square on top. Um, I, I made my own grid on top of the um, the floor layout that I had drawn, drawn that I drew inside of my journal. And I started decorating my home using feng shui principles. And I would just lay out where my love and romance corner was and where my travel corner was. And that helped me um, create a better idea of what I wanted. Um, Yeah, it helped me, sorry, it helped me refine. Thank you, that's the word. Help me refine my thoughts and my tastes and my desires so that I could get exactly what I wanted. Visualization. Okay. Do you hear me? Visualization. Key. Major key. Probably the writing and art and journal can all go under the visualization category, but I felt like art needed its own um, category because I feel like when you're creating art, it's a really sacral chakra energy. And when you're visualizing, it's very cerebral and up in the air, but they do go hand in hand. You can use multiple chakras at the same time, whatever. I made its own category. I visualized so, so much to make this happen. Okay. Like every day, like multiple times a day, like maybe even hourly, I was visualizing. Whether it was going into my journal and looking at the collages and and um, drawings and models I was making, whether it was meditating, meditating and placing myself in my mind's eye in those places, I did a lot of that. So. One of the main things, this is huge, that I highly suggest that you do if you are trying to buy or get a new place is to start driving to that location before and after work or before and after you run errands, okay? This is great because it starts to get you, um, it starts to form muscle memory for you. 
So you know how when you move to a new place and you don't really know where everything is, so you have to have your GPS on you, and after a short time, you don't need your GPS so much because you kind of remember where things are, you're figuring out, you're getting the lay of the land. This helps facilitate that. So before work, I would, um, and this did make me a little late sometimes, <laughs> so um, I'm notorious for uh, being bad with time, and that's something huge that I've been working on as well, but I would drive from the place I was living to the condo in the morning, and I would sit there for a couple minutes, and I would visualize myself either um, coming out of the building and walking to my car. Or I would just watch and see, you know, what kind of people were coming in and going out and thinking about them and their lives and what they did to get there. If I saw somebody that looked like me, so basically if I saw a black woman, I would um, visualize myself as her. So I would just be doing whatever she was doing. I, I did a lot of that. And it's also good to drive to and from the location multiple times a day or throughout the day because you will see how the energy of the of the area changes throughout the day. So you want to go to places that you're thinking about moving to at nighttime. You want to do that. You want to go to places you're thinking about moving to, you know, at one o'clock in the morning <laughs> because not only do not only is this a spiritual thing, but physically, um, in the 3D terms, in, in muggle terms, you want to know what kind of people are up and around that place and what kind of activity is going on and um, all sorts of things of that manner. Um, you know, as above, so below, you, you want to go throughout the day so that you can get a full uh, picture of what's going on there, what kind of energy it is who you're going to be running into, how you're going to be feeling, if you're going to be feeling safe or um, so on and so forth. And when you're gathering that information, it helps give you a clearer view of what you're manifesting. So for example, there was one condo that was townhouse styled that I really, 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 really wanted. And I ended up not getting it. And I will tell you exactly why in the next part. But um, I visited it uh, three times by myself, twice with a real estate agent, actually three times with a real estate agent, three times by myself. And two of the times that I visited by myself, I did not like what I was seeing. I didn't like the types of people that I was seeing around there. Um, I was seeing people that were on hard drugs. Um, I was seeing people that were selling hard drugs. I was seeing really questionable activity. I was realizing I didn't like how the property was being kept up. I was looking at the neighborhoods that were surrounding the property and driving through those. And I wasn't really happy with any of that. And I took it a step further and looked up sex offenders in the area and it, that just wrapped it up for me. Um, so I combined both sides, I combined spiritual and I combined uh, real world. I don't even know what the word for, I combined spiritual and non-spiritual. 
aspects together to help me get a clear picture of what it was going to be like uh, living there and how I, how I would feel in terms of my safety and my possessions being safe. And I decided that that really wasn't the place for me. And um, also other factors decided that that wasn't the place for me as well. And we'll get into that later. So yes, driving to that place is important. In addition to that, if you find that you and you love in the energy, no matter what time of day it is, take a couple minutes to build up your emotions. Okay, I call this imagineering. Hopefully, Disney doesn't sue my pants off for using that term, but it is the best term that I have for this thing that I do. And it's basically just using your imagination to engineer what you want to see in front of you. So I would pull up to this place after work. This is where I would do the most of my imagineering was after work. Pull up to it. And as I'm pulling up, I already start imagineering that I'm feeling happy. So I would just start pulling up those emotions of happiness. Um, This does require some emotional uh, strength, some emotional control and intelligence. So you really have to know what it feels like in your body and in your mind to feel certain things for this to work successfully for you. A quick way to shortcut that is by playing music. So if you have a hard time um, drawing up happy emotions or sad emotions, or when you're working rituals and you're having a hard time getting into that energy that you need to get into for your ritual, because your energy should match what your ritual is all about. I highly suggest you start playing music with your rituals. So um, I'm able to do that without music. Um, and it doesn't make me any better or worse than anybody else. Same for you. But, um, I would just start drumming up those feelings of happiness and I feel that happiness in my chest. So I would feel it in my chest and I would just start trying to magnify it and adding energy to that and how I feel and how I feel parking my car in front of this building and how I feel driving up to it. And then I would take it a step further and enter the building and, you know, increase that energy, increase my happy feelings, increase my proud feelings. That was one of the hugest feelings that I um, prophesized, I guess, I would feel was that I would feel very, very proud. I would feel very content. I would feel very happy. I would feel safe. All those different things that you know that you're going to feel once you accomplish a task are the emotions that you need to drum up and maintain while you are carrying out the task. So I did a lot of that, and I think it was very, very helpful. Okay, and yeah, that was basically it for visualization. I would build emotion, and I would be there be at the place, show up there. Now, I wasn't showing up to the to the unit and trying to open up the doors and all that stuff. I simply was just being in my energy in that space and then drawing in um, emotional energy so that I would know what it would feel like when I accomplished the thing that I want to accomplish. The last and largest category 
in this podcast is going to be ritual. I did a lot of ritual and not just candle burning um, and things of that nature, but I started to make the mundane ritual, which I think was very, very helpful. Okay. So um, some of the ritual rituals that I did were I did a cut and clearings. Okay. And I did a a heavy duty cut and clearing that it's one that I do. And every time I do it, (laughs) I either lose something (laughs) or I gain some really crazy information. Just, I just know something big is about to pop off. Maybe I'll go into this cut and clearing later. I don't feel like sharing it right now. But I did a cut and clearing. There's so many different ways to cut and clear. You can literally grab a pair of scissors and cut around your body. You can literally um, make oils with cut and clearing properties. Um, I mean, I'm not going to get into it, but I did a cut and clearing, a huge one, the one that I like to do. That was very, very helpful. And uh, I did start losing people. And I did start falling away from people, ending relationships because, um, and we're going to tie this into, um, a witch's silence. A witch's silence is a principle that I add to my practice. I believe in just not saying certain things until they've happened already. And, um, you know, there are times when you're trying to do something or you're doing something and it's so great. It's so good. It's so powerful. And you tell people and they could be happy for you. You know, they could be genuinely happy for you or they could be um, faking happiness or they could be not happy with what you're doing. And that does sway your thoughts. It does sway your energy and it does sway your manifestations. Okay. So to bring it back to the townhouse style condo that I really, really liked, I was in a relationship at the time and I explained to my partner that I wanted to live by myself for a couple months because I had literally been living in their family house with five people (laughs) for years and it was taxing it was tiring it was draining as somebody that is highly sensitive um, and needs a lot of quiet to recharge I just could not get a break in that house (laughs) and I knew that living alone was going to be something that was going to be very cathartic for me and extremely important for me and I explained that to them and they were obviously not very happy And they insisted upon seeing the condo. So I thought to myself, not a big deal. I'm going to take them to go see this condo. Um, The entire time, their energy, their mood, their attitude, everything was very low vibrational. And it just like, it brought everything down, just so down to such a base level. And it felt really wrong and uncomfortable and, and just bad. And... Um, not shortly after I brought them to that location, I was notified that somebody else placed a bid on the condo and um, it was higher than what the person was asking for and um, therefore out of the range that I was intending on spending 
for this place. And in addition to that, I was seeing all the um, things that I didn't want to see, like how the grounds are being kept and the types of characters that were um, in that area. And I just let it go. It just wasn't for me. And I do feel to this day that one of the reasons why, one of the multiple reasons why I didn't get that place is because I showed it to somebody. Um, <laughs> I showed it to somebody after letting them know that I didn't want them to be living there with me and their feelings and emotions and energies and them probably not wanting me to do that without them um, and them feeling you know, a certain way about being with somebody for a certain amount of time and then them wanting to live by themselves. I'm sure that that uh, put an energetic halt on that endeavor for me. But in that same breath, you could tell your mom, your dad, your your brother, your uncle, your cousins, your sisters, your best friend, um, that you're doing something and that can pause your blessings. That can block your blessings. So um, one of my rituals was being silent in addition to cutting and clearing, uh, cutting and clearing away people and um, situations that just were not serving me and that were holding me back. And then not telling people every single thing that I was doing, because that was what I was doing in the beginning was telling a lot of people what I was doing and what my plans were and so on and so forth. And as I got towards the end, I just learned how to uh, be quiet. Um, so the next rituals that I did were, uh, baths. I did a lot of cleansing baths. I did a lot of baths for good luck, um, for, you know, sacral chakra energy to just give me the energy to get this thing done because, uh, buying a home is very, very taxing mentally, financially, physically, you, if you know, you know, and if you don't know, you will know excuse me, it is not easy work. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I started, started burping now, so you better listen to that. <laughs> get your baths on, get your cleansings on when you're doing these things because it is very easy for you to get blocked from doing certain things and stay silent. Um, in addition to that, I did do candle work, um, specifically with St. Joseph. Um, and I like to add candle work to my ritual baths as well. And I did meditation, which is, um, which can be a form of visual visualization to get my condo. Okay. Um, the other rituals that I did were, I added flower essences into, um, this whole mix. So I was getting coached by the great and powerful and beautiful and loving Rabiot. Um, she is my flower essence coach. If you want to know more about her, um, please check out my Instagram. I have tagged her on there multiple times, or you can hit me up and I can get you in contact with her. She is amazing. She holds space like no other person I've ever met. She is super loving, um, has great energy, and really helped me process my thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Uh, for a greater half of the year. (laughs) I did work with her for, yeah, I worked with her for um, probably over seven months. Um, But I did um, use flower essences to help me get to where I wanted to be. And 
I'm a, I'm a firm believer in flower essences. It's some of the most gentle medicine that you could ever take, but it is so powerful when you are doing the work, the work meaning documenting what you're going through, thinking, feeling, and seeing, and then implementing change um, where you can to just improve your life. Um, I don't remember which exact flower essence I was on at this time, but I was on one for sure. Um, and the flower essences that I worked with, with her were so powerfully transformative. Um, I changed in so many different ways. And so I add that to one of the contributing rituals that helped me get my condo. And I started also purchasing items that I would need for my condo. That was another ritual. That was another, this is another type of like, uh, mundane into ritual or mundane into magical thing that you can do. And it's also a visualization thing that you can do too. So I would take my Pinterest boards and I would go shopping. And if I saw something that fit with my Pinterest theme, I was buying it. So I bought pretty much all the decorations for my bathroom before I even moved in, before I even found the specific condo I'm living in now, I already had all the stuff for my bathroom picked out. Um, I already knew the theme. I had some wall hangings and decorations. It was already set. Um, I started amassing kitchen tools and gadgets uh, because that was a huge thing for me was having my own kitchen for the first time ever. Yeah. Wow. Having my kitchen for the first time ever in my whole entire life. So um, I started picking up kitchen appliances and tools and different things I would need to have a functioning kitchen and how I want my kitchen to look and feel and all that jazz, which was really, really fun as well, because that's another way that you can infuse um, high vibrational energy into your manifestation rituals and just and just that period of time when you're working on manifesting that thing that you want to do. I also started selling things that I didn't want in my new condo. I was selling them and taking them to the Goodwill. Um, <laughs> point blank period. If it wasn't selling on Poshmark or through my DMs or wherever, I was just, you know, making my peace with it, cutting ties with it, literally doing an energetic cleanse to cut ties with it on top of that and releasing it so that somebody else who wanted it or deserved it or needed it more than me could enjoy it and not have any of my energy associated with it, not have any of my memories associated with it, um, so on and so forth. Um, I feel like that was also very, very healing and helped break through some of the blockages I was experiencing because I am the type of person that whole, um, that believes that items hold energy and memories and I, um, I get very attached to certain things. And so I was releasing gifts and items and keepsakes from past relationships, past friends, um, things of the like that I just wasn't associated with and didn't want to bring into my new home. <laughs> and uh, I really feel like that cleared a lot of a lot of fodder uh, away from my life. And then I started packing and storing 
the items that I had in my at, at the place I was currently living at. So I was secretly packing. I would whenever I would get an Amazon package or, you know, a delivery or whatever, I would keep the box and I would start filling it with things. And as time went by, um, I started storing those items at my desk at work. Very, very tacky. (laughs) But you have to do what you have to do to get stuff done. You know, I didn't have any other place to put my items. I didn't want to involve anybody else in what I was doing because I was also practicing witch of silence. Um, I just didn't want any, um, any energy that I didn't intend to be attracted to the situation, to be a part of the situation. You know what I'm saying? So I was very, very secretive about this and, um, I'm sure my ex would tell you if he could. I was very, very secretive. I was, you know, one day I would pack up my vitamins. And the next day I would pack up, you know, my leggings. And then the next day I would pack up things that were in the cupboard. And, you know, and I just went through it and I would quietly bring those boxes to my car. And then I would quietly drive to work and then quietly place them (laughs) under my desk after the workday was done and the office was cleared out and toward the end I did have a lot of stuff in my office but it made it so much easier when it was time for me to move because half my stuff was already packed you know so so that cut down on the stress that I was feeling um or sorry it cut down on the stress that I could have felt while moving because stressing is a major life or sorry moving is a major life stressor and so um, this ritual of you know quietly packing those things silently just what are the what are some things that I don't quite need right this instant all right I'm gonna pack those up and you know just get those out of here Um, and I felt like that was almost similar to another thing that I did where I started closing portals and um, clearing away spirits that I had in my home. So I had different places that were spiritual portals in the place I was living at. And I would close them down just so that the spirits would know, like, don't come over here. (laughs) Stop blessing this place. No, but um, don't come over here because I'm not going to be here for much longer. And I'm going to be setting you up a new home, a better home, somewhere else. And once I'm done doing this, you'll be so much happier, but I'm not going to have you here in this kind of moment of unrest and this moment of transition. So I released, I closed those portals and I released some and I did what I had to do spiritually to clean that up. And so those two kind of juxtapose each other. I was packing up altars. I was packing up little vitamins and things like that. And then I was, you know, storing them so that when the time was ready for me to move into my new place everything was was ready to go for the most part I spent probably four wait whoa, whoa, whoa. no I spent six hours still packing my things um, even though I had some things packed up but it could have taken me days to get all my things moved out thinking about all the small knickknacks I have and how I had to pack you know intricate 
altar items and crystals and things like that. That really helped save me some time, energy, and effort. Okay, so I'm going to recap. And if I miss anything, I'll just put it at the end here. So in terms of ritual, the things that I did to manifest my condo, I shopped for items that I would need in my new condo. I practiced witch's silence by not telling people what I was doing and when I was doing it. Um, I use cut and clearings and cleansing baths and rituals to get rid of people, places, things, habits, so on and so forth that were standing in the way of me accomplishing this task. I sold or gave away items that I did not want in my new home or items that just didn't resonate with me anymore. I was very, very diligent about all of the things that I was doing. Um, so I was, you know, keeping logs. I was using my planner. Um, I was doing a lot of real world stuff, staying on top of things, setting timers and all that stuff. It all became a giant ritual for me, honestly, um, in order to get my condo. And last but not least, certainly not least, um, because these really set a tone for growth for me in the first, you know, six months of 2019. But um, I use flower essences and flower magic and flower power to help me get my condo and help get my emotions and mind and spirit straight so that I could do this um, at using my full power um, and my full potential to get everything done. So that is everything I did uh, to get my condo. I love my condo so much. I think about it all the time. Um, when I'm not on travel for work, I don't like leaving my condo. <laughs> And I don't know if it's because, A, I spent a lot of money on it, or B, it's mine, and it's the first place I've lived at where I could say it's all mine, and I'm very, you know, uh, still marinating in that energy, although it's been six months, <laughs> I'm still marinating in that energy, um, but it is, I'm so proud of myself, and I'm so happy that I was able to do that, and I just did a lot of things that I was afraid to do. I was so afraid to do a lot of the things I had to do to get this place, and um, adding spirituality really helped me find the strength in order to do what I needed to, to make my dreams come true, and hopefully this helps you and encourages you and inspires you. And you can use the tools that you have in your spiritual toolkit to go out there and create the life that you want, be it getting a car, getting a place to live, a new job, whatever. You can use your spirituality to your advantage to help you um, get to where you're going. And to make things easier, it really facilitates everything. And it also relieves stress because... When you spiritually know stuff or when you put things out there into the air and, you know, you kind of, I'm a set it and forget it spiritualist. <laughs> um, so 
you know, I kind of do stuff sometimes and I don't overthink it. I don't think about it over and over and over again. I just put that ritual out there. I let it go and whatever is going to come back is going to come back. Um, that gives you a lot of peace of mind. It really, really does. So let me know if you found this helpful. If you have any other subjects that you would like to know about um, or you would like me to expound upon, feel free to hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. I am at High Priestess J with two H's at the end of the first high. And you can also find me on Facebook um, at High Priestess J. And then I am also on my website. You can fill out a contact form there. And it's highpriestessj.guru. So until next time, I hope you guys have an amazing day um, wherever you are. And uh, stay up.